On today's episode, we're going to be going over all of the steps you need to take after you have a listing active on Amazon to make sure that you can keep scaling and crushing your competition. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we got another edition of these little mini workshops, I guess you can call them, that I do every couple months where I try and help you with a different aspect of your Amazon business. Now, in case you missed the other episodes, you can go back and watch them or not really watch them. You can listen to them, right? You can listen to those episodes. There's one that I did on listing optimization. There was another one on product research and another one on keyword research. This one I want to call account maintenance. And this is so important. You know, a lot of Amazon sellers think that, hey, it's just about set it and forget it. Like, hey, let me just go ahead and put my listing up. And from now until the cows come home, I'm going to be making money. And, you know, that's just not the case, guys. You've got to do constant maintenance and different steps that you have to take and different processes that you need to put in place in order to make sure that you can continue to scale and that your sales don't go down. So what are the things that you can do after your initial launch and after um, your product is live on Amazon? Well, one of the first things that I think are important, and hopefully you did this at the end of your keyword research or listing optimization phase, is that you need to go, if you're using Helium 10, easy going to keyword tracker. And what you want to put into there are the main keywords that you identified during your keyword research phase that you think have the best chance to bring you sales. I usually don't track keywords that have like, you know, 50 or you know, hundred search volume, but anywhere from 200 and up, usually I'll try and track unless it's a really big niche and I'll probably just go 1000 and up sometimes because I like to track max of like 20 to 40 keywords that uh, I want to focus on. Now, the reason that you do this is, you know, there, there's a few different reasons. You know, the, one of the main things is that, you know, you're not going to start on page one for your keywords, more than likely. You're going to have to put in more money, right? You're going to be putting in PPC. You're going to be maybe doing some campaigns, outside traffic campaigns, whatever you're going to do to try and increase your page ranking. Well, it's probably going to cost you money. And if you're spending money on something, you want to know if that money is well spent. You got to track it. Is it working? You know, hey, I'm doing a high bid on this PPC. Is it helping my organic rank? Hey, I'm using, you know, a website, you know, like Rank Bell or AZ Rank to increase my page rank. Uh, is my page rank increasing? Well, with Keyword Tracker or any Keyword Tracker tool that you're using, you're going to be able to see on a daily or hourly basis. By the way, guys, if you have a Keyword Tracker, make sure to hit that red rocket ship to the left of each keyword that actually turns on boost so that it checks every hour. So you can be checking on an hourly, on a daily level, how is that campaign working? Is my keyword rank or my organic page position increasing? In addition, it is also checking either daily or hour, your detected position in PPC. Now, of course, this could be all over the place depending on time of day and, and where you're at, but at least you can have some visibility on where you are showing up for your sponsored ads so that you know, hey, maybe do I need to increase my bid? Do I need to decrease my bid since I'm already, you know, the very first sponsor that comes up? 
Now, what's more important than just tracking, not more important, could be more important, potentially more important than tracking your own keywords by itself. And actually, yeah, in in this setting, it is more important. It is to track your keyword positioning, both in sponsored and in organic, relative to your top competitor. So if you had already in the keyword research phase determined who your top, your main competitors are, you know, the ones who are most similar to you, kind of like the ones who are setting the gold standard for your keywords and your niche, well, you add them to Keyword Tracker. And now the advantage is now you're not just tracking your position, but you're tracking your competitor's position as well. Because remember, like I had said before, sometimes it's better or more important to see what your relative rank is as opposed to your page rank. And here's why. You know, I've used this example a million times of accordion. You you type in accordion right now, you know, the accordion like the instrument on Amazon, you're going to get two different sets of products, both on the same page. There's going to be like some $20 to $30 kids accordions, and there's going to be a whole bunch of like three, four, five, six $600 professional accordions. Well, they are not competitors of each other. So let's say page one position one, two, three, and four are all kids accordions, right? But your product is a $500 professional accordion. Now, if you are page one position five, you might be like, oh man, I need to increase my page ranking. I got to pour some money into a campaign so I can get to page one position one. Guess what? No, you don't have to. Because if you are the very first $500 accordion or professional accordion that comes up, In your target market or your customer avatar's mind, guess what? That is page one, position one. Because a customer who's going on to Amazon to look for a professional accordion, they would never in a million years buy a little kid's accordion. It's it's almost as if those things don't exist on the page. The first thing that there's a potential that they would consider buying is your product there at position five. So In this sense, like if you had identified your five top competitors and your relative rank is one out of five, that's actually more valid than looking at your page rank of being five. All right. So I hope you guys can kind of visualize that. So Helium 10 allows you to do this by tracking your competitors and seeing how you stack up compared to them. In addition, you can also identify maybe what keywords they're concentrating on on PPC. Like if you notice one of your competitors, just like every single hour of every day, no matter what check we're doing is always the very first sponsored ad or the second one that's coming up, you probably know that, Hey, he's probably bidding pretty high on that position. And if he's a decent seller, well, why is he bidding that high? It's either one of two reasons. One, he's making some great traction with it. You know, he's doing a lot of sales when he's at the top of the page. So, Hey, your product is similar. Maybe you can get some sales if you're up there on the page. So that's a that's an important thing to consider, guys. Keyword tracker is very important, and you you should be checking this almost on a daily basis, or having your VA do it to to see if you notice any different trends. All right, what else should you be doing as soon as your listing is active? One thing I want to do is I want to make sure I'm tracking my finances. All right, so there are plenty of software out there, guys. Of course, I'm just going to talk about it within the Helium 10 suite because a lot of you guys are Helium 10 users, so you've already got this paid for you. All right. You don't have to pay any extra for this. Activate profits in your dashboard. All right. Now in your Helium 10 dashboard, you activate profits. And it's not just about that, because if you just activate it, it'll give you your sales uh, information and your inventory information, et cetera. But the important thing about profits is just that profits. You've got to enter in your COGS, your COGS, your cost of goods sold. So you can go in there for your, your product you just launched, 
put in how much you pay for shipping, what your cost from the factory is. And then what we're going to do is it's going to calculate your net profit. All right. It's going to take out, you know, it's going to show you what you did on PPC. It's going to show you what you did on promos. It's going to show you refunds, et cetera. Super, super important guys though. You need to be tracking your profit because maybe you're spending tons of money on PPC and you think you're profitable, but then you, you put it through this software and you notice you're like barely breaking even. Well, obviously that's going to trigger you to, to, to change things. It'll also give you other little alerts here to say if you're overstocked on inventory, if you have some movers and shakers, you know, like if your sales have really gone down or really up on one of your SKUs, it's going to show you what your FBA storage charges are. If you're getting overcharges, a lot of people don't even realize that's happening. So guys, that is super important. As soon as you're active on Amazon, you're not using Helium 10. That's totally fine. There's plenty of software out there that are great. I've used some before I was using Helium 10 before. Make sure whatever you're using, you are have that active and you are looking at it. All right, guys, uh, don't be that kind of person who just brags about the sales because what really matters at the end of the day is profit. You know, if your gross is a million dollars a month, but your you know profit margin is like 3%, well, that's not as much to be proud of. All right. I'd much rather be selling a hundred thousand dollars a month with some 20% profit margins. Hope that makes sense. All right. Another thing you need to activate might be the most important thing. Alerts. All right. Alerts is something that is very, very important. Uh, this is a tool from Helium 10 that used to be called hijacker alerts because that was how it started. It was like, Hey, we are going to monitor if somebody hops on your listing, what's called a hijacker. Right. And that's still what alerts does. Alerts still has that functionality. All right. So what you want to do is activate alerts for each of the listings that you have available. All right. And what are the things other than just hijackers that you're going to be alerted about? Well, something that might happen now, I'm not sure if this is like some Amazon algorithm, or maybe there's just some Amazon employee somewhere having fun, but sometimes Amazon will actually change your images, like your main image, and it'll revert to some old picture or some picture that they have. That's just absolute garbage, right? Well, that has happened to a lot of you guys. And your sales dip all of a sudden for a few days and you're like, what happened? And then you look at your list and you're like, oh my God, look at this terrible image. No wonder, you know, no people, nobody's clicking on my, on my listing anymore. Well, we're going to send you an alert for that. Now, how do these alerts get to you? These are either via text or email, depending on how, on which one that you choose. Now, that's not the only things, you know, we just talked about if a hijacker jumps on your listing, if your image changes, what are some other things that could change your title? If your title changes, we're going to let you know. What if your category changes? You know, sometimes Amazon moves you around or maybe another seller, you know, changes your category. Well, why is that important? Well, think about it. Indexing is something that we have talked about before. Indexing means are you searchable or not? Amazon sometimes bases their indexing based on the category that you are in, right? Like, let's say that you are in the home and kitchen category and you have a plastic refrigerator egg tray, all right? Like something that little eggs stick in and that's in the home and kitchen category, right? Now, what if they changed your category to, let's just say the toys category? Well, you might have some random keyword like deviled egg tray and then all of a sudden you're not gonna be searchable for it in the toy category, because Amazon's like, well, if this is a toy, deviled egg tray, that phrase has nothing to do 
with toys. So we're not going to make you searchable for that. So there's another way that you could be losing sales is if your category changes, we'll, we'll let you know in Helium 10. Whether, what about the reviews? Based on the number of reviews you get, that's another thing that you could get alerted on. If maybe you wanna know when you get five-star reviews, when you get one-star reviews, when you get two-star reviews, there's not much that you can do about that, but people, we added that because people were like, hey, we wanna know when we get negative reviews, we wanna know when we get positive reviews. We're like, all right, no problem, we'll go ahead and add that to our alerts. Another alert that could come up is if you get the adult product classification. That is a killer for being indexed and being searchable. You know, if you get that adult product classification, then all of a sudden you're not, you're pretty much not searchable for almost any of your keywords in the main category. So that is something that we will give you an alert for so that you can open up a case with Amazon and get that fixed right away. One of the most important things that I always say is can cost you the most money overall, because, you know, if you have bad images, if Amazon changes your image, even if you don't have alerts, you know, you probably figure it out in like three or four days, right? Because your sales will go way down and you'll investigate what's going on. You'll find it. But if your dimensions change, you might not know at all. And I have heard of people who have lost $30,000, $40,000 a year on this. How? All right. Let's say your product is nine inches by nine inches by eight inches. So it's like standard size, right? And your profit is six bucks right? Well, did you know that if, if just Amazon changes one inch and guess what? This happens a lot. You know, somebody in an Amazon warehouse says, these are the dimensions of this product. If it just goes up by one inch, now it's nine by nine by nine. Now you go up to like, I forgot what it's called, like a small oversized or something like that. Right. But that $6 profit can go to $1 profit. There's literally like a two to $5 difference from nine by nine by nine to nine by nine by eight. So imagine if that happens to you and your profit is $6 and now your profit goes to one because of this dimensional change that Amazon did and you had no idea they did it. Well, if you, or if you were selling like 10 products a day, what is that? You're losing $50 a day. If you lose $50 a day, you're losing $350 a week, $1,200 a month. You know, how many thousand dollars a year, like $15,000 a year. And that's only on the low end. You're only selling 10 products a day. Imagine if you were selling a hundred products a day or a hundred units of that SKU. You can see how this adds up. Super, super important to know if Amazon ever does this to you, we'll send you an alert. Another cool thing that we do is based on all these changes, like what if something changes on your listing and you don't remember exactly what changed, right? Well, we're taking screenshots of your listing, all right? We're taking screenshots of your listing every day, both in desktop and mobile, so you can see exactly what changed and when, and then maybe you don't have record of what your bullet points were and you lose it for whatever reason, somebody changes it, well, you can go back to your screenshots and take a look at what it was at a certain given time. So guys, alerts are super important to have activated on your account. Another thing you should start off right away. Um, and as of this time, this information I'm giving you is, is valid as of the end of 2019 here, but guys, this is something that's changing constantly. So make sure to check your terms of service, depending on when you're listening to this episode, but it's follow-up. Follow-up is Helium 10's email automated messaging system. So start follow-up. If you're an arbitrage or wholesale seller, 
Maybe seller feedback is more important to you because you know that helps you get the buy box. Well, set up an automation asking for seller feedback. You know, don't say positive, but set an automation that would email the customers like after X number of days after delivery to, to get a seller feedback. The thing that most of you guys are private label sellers, you care about product reviews. And so at this time, it is still within terms of service to send one message and one message only asking for an honest product review or for their product. So you could set it up. It's like you set up these flows, you set up templates. So you just set it once and then Helium 10 will send that email to all your customers on behalf of you. And guys, this can really help your reviews. I'm not saying it's going to get you like 10% reviews out of your orders. Actually, you probably don't want 10% of reviews because Amazon might think that's fishy, but like, let's say your normal percentage is like 1%. Well, just by activating this, you can help bring it to like two or 3%. Now, a quick tip has nothing to do with Helium 10, but speaking of reviews, a great way to get the initial reviews is by making sure to register for the early reviewer program. All right, the early reviewer program, you pay $60 and Amazon will get you up to five reviews. Sometimes you can get more. I'm in the midst of a case study right now where I did it and we ended up getting eight reviews from the ones that Amazon sent emails to trying to get the reviews from. So that is a great way to get your initial reviews because we all know you need to get reviews in order to you know, have that social proof. And sometimes the magic, you know, some people say magic numbers around 11, 12, all the way up to 20, but that's usually when that social proof, that psychological trigger for buyers usually like, okay, well, if there's nine reviews, eh, I'm still not sure. Oh, but there's 10, 11. Okay, that's good. If you have like 25 reviews, there's not much difference as opposed to 15 or it's not much difference between 20 and 60, et cetera. So that magic number somewhere between like the 10, 11 and, and 20 to 22 range that you'd like to get to, to start really making sure that everybody is considering your product when they see it in the search results. So again, guys, activate follow up right there. There's great tutorials within Helium 10 made by our product manager for that tool, Barkus Patty, who's got some great tutorials on what to do for there. So what else can you consider? Well, you might want to Think about registering your trademark. You know, if you're building a brand and you plan to add more products, I highly recommend trying to apply for a brand registry. All right. Brand registry 2.0 is going to get you a lot of great analytics that you can use for your Amazon account that you don't even have available in Helium 10. That's only available to Amazon sellers within Seller Central. It's called brand analytics. That's great. And it's only for brand registered users. Now, if you want to get brand registry, you have to have a trademark. So there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can get your own attorney. You can go to the USPTO and do it yourself. Remember we had before someone here on the podcast talking about Helium 10 tool called sellertrademarks.com. Sellertrademarks.com can also get you your trademark so that you can use that for brand registry. And uh, Amazon has a newer program that I'm still investigating. I think it's called IP Accelerator. And if you use one of those attorneys there, it's a little bit more expensive, but if you use one of those attorneys, you can get like kind of fast-tracked into the brand registry program. So that's something that definitely you should consider doing, especially if you're building a brand. Now, if you're going to be doing like just one product per brand and you're going to plan on doing like 10 or 15, well, it might not be beneficial or financially doable to, to just get brand registry on all of those, but it's something that you could consider. All right. What if you have been selling for a while? Something that you should definitely do is run refund genie guys run refund genie. Say that five times fast run refund genie on your account, because what Refund Genie by Helium 10 does is it goes out there and sees, does Amazon owe you any money? Because as you know, Amazon is supposed to return your money if they like lose something or they damage it, you know, they run over some 
product is one of your boxes in the warehouse with a forklift or whatever, they're supposed to refund your money. And usually they do, but sometimes they are late in doing it or they don't do it at all. So what we do is we run these reports from your seller central account to check if there's any money that Amazon could owe you, give you, we give you those reports and then you can just submit them to Amazon and they will let you know if they're, if they agree, yes, we owe you money. And if so, they'll send it to you. Or the worst they could say is no, you know, we did a reconciliation on this and found that we do not actually owe you money, but these reports are free to run and we don't take any percentage of it. So you can download these reports and run it in your seller central account. And I've heard of people getting up to 10, $20,000, even, you know, some of the bigger sellers in order to try and get their money back. So guys, that is something important not to do at the beginning, not to do right when you first started, because when you first start selling, obviously there's no way Amazon is going to be owing you money. So that is something that you're going to want to do later on. Guys, there are a lot more things that you need to be doing in order to scale. You know, we're going to have an episode, you know, another episode about, you know, specifically about your PPC strategy, but these are kind of like the basics guys. And guess what? might seem basic for a lot of you. And some of you guys are already doing this. Like I knew about this. Guess what? Probably 95 to 99% of sellers are not even doing these things, right? They're not tracking their keywords. They're just like, Hey, I just put up my listing. And I hope I get sales. Uh, they have no notification set. If Amazon changes their dimensions or changes their image, they're probably not sending emails to, to follow up, you know, with their customers at all. They're not doing a lot of these things. So by doing these things, guys, it's just another way that you can kind of get a leg up on the competition and crush it. So guys, I hope this next year is going to be absolutely awesome for you and that you launch a lot of great products, but don't forget these very important steps. I mean, don't be that guy who, or that gal who says, Hey, I found the best product in the world. I found the best keywords in the world. I made the most incredible listing ever. That's it. Don't be that person. All right understand that Amazon is a process and that there's things you have to do after the fact that are so important in order to scale your business. One other thing, guys, just don't forget, regardless where you're listening to this podcast, if you're on your iPhone or Stitcher or Spotify, make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. And if you'd like any of your questions answered on the show, make sure to go to helium10.com forward slash ask or helium10.com forward slash questions. So a lot of the tools, obviously, I talked about today were from Helium 10. Most of you guys are Helium 10 users, but if you're not a Helium 10 user and you're interested in trying this out, remember guys, it's risk-free. Try it out for 30 days. And if you don't like it, get your money back. Try out all these different things that uh, I mentioned today. They're all included in the same price. I have two discount codes for you. You can use either SSP or Serious Seller Podcast, SSP 10 to save 10% off month to month, or SSP 50 to get 50% off your first month. But every single thing that I mentioned today that was from Helium 10, that all comes with your base membership. So make sure to give it a try, guys. Thank you guys for your attention and I'll see you guys on the next episode.